In this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, I have a special guest, and this will be the first of many exclusive one-on-one interviews. And today, my guest is Ryan Rupair, one of the biggest mysteries in the draft. He's a French prospect, played in New Zealand this season. Not a lot of people know about him, but he is a projected first-round pick. Find out Ryan's path, a little bit about his, his journey from France to New Zealand, to working out in Dallas. Stay tuned for this exclusive one-on-one interview. Big, big shout out to each and every person that has made the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast your first listen of the day. Now, this episode is coming out late. It is coming out late on a Tuesday, so it might be your first episode of the day on Wednesday, but I apologize for the episode coming out late. I have been extremely busy, but this episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. That is last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. That is on the GameTime app, and the code is LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A. You get $20 off. I'm your host, Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Draft Junkies, the founder of, N- I'm sorry, the director of scouting. I'm so tired. The director of scouting for NBA Big Board, the founder of NBA Draft Junkies, and I'm now the director of scouting for the NTX Combine, which is a combine for draft eligible seniors, draft eligible, who? can't talk today draft eligible seniors that are looking to impress NBA scouts last year we had two players get exhibit 10 contracts so I've been extremely busy and one of the reasons I've been busy is because I've been filming behind the scenes pre-draft content and I'm, I'm just really really looking forward to showing you everything that I have and some of the interviews I have a couple that are already completed and this is the first one that I'm going to put out. This is an interview with Ryan Rupert. Like I mentioned, he is a French prospect that is a projected first-round pick. We talked a little bit about the 2004 generation in France, which could possibly have four players selected in the first round of the NBA draft. And I just want to, first of all, thank Ryan for this sit-down interview. I know I've been following him around like the last week. And... One, I'm impressed with the fact that he just learned English about a year ago, and I I'm, I know it's difficult to do a, a sit-down interview with the camera on you when English is not your, your first language. You've only been speaking it a year, and he, he's tired. I mean, I've been to New Zealand before. He spent the season in New Zealand, which is a crazy like 20-something hour time difference from Dallas. He went home to France, and then he's here in Dallas. He's working out three times a day and he was gracious enough to take time and and sit down and and let me get to know him and tell his story and and share it with you the audience so here is my sit down interview with ryan rupert you come from a a basketball family what was it like growing up in a family where i mean basketball was so important that's good like you said, uh, basketball is everything for my family. My father uh, played basketball, my mother too, my sister played basketball. So yeah, basketball is everything for uh, my family. So how old were you when you first started playing? The first time I started basketball when I was 
three years old in uh, Po in France. Okay. So yeah, I started. Yeah. So your sister's in the WNBA. Um, she kind of paved the way to be the first person to, to, I guess, make it to the NBA or WNBA in a sense. Do you feel a, a little bit of pressure to live up to your sisters? No, not pressure. Uh, I'm very happy for her. Uh, she worked very hard uh, for his career and yeah. It would be amazing uh, if I play in NBA and uh, my stuff in WNBA play together in this league. It would be amazing. Yeah, that would be pretty amazing. All right, so let's talk about France, basketball in France. The 2004 generation is loaded with talent. In your opinion, what is it about your generation in 2004 that is so special? I don't know. Like you said, we have a lot of good players like Victor, CG, Bilal, and a lot of another players. But uh, yeah, I don't know, just we have a good formation in France, a lot of good coaches, so yeah, I think it's uh, so. So you have an interesting path. You went from INSEP to New Zealand. How was the adjustment going from France to, mm. to New Zealand? It was a big adjustment, but uh, it was a good experience, you know, play away from uh, my country, you know, uh, yeah, live alone, live uh, by myself and uh, speak English every day and yeah, I played in Australia. It was hard at the beginning, but uh, I think it's a good experience for a young player like me. Did you speak English before you got to New Zealand? No. You, you didn't speak any English no. at all? Just French. Just French? Yeah. And how long did it take you to pick it up? Uh, at the beginning it was hard, you know, uh, during the practice and everything like this, but uh, my teammates helped me a lot, so yeah, it was okay after. That's amazing. I. I couldn't imagine going to, I mean, I've, I've traveled all over, but having to learn another language mm. is, is, is tough. You know, as Americans, we only speak, we only speak English. So do you feel comfortable with your, with your English? Oh, uh, it's a little bit better, but uh, I have to, to work again. To work and at again it? To be very, very comfortable. All right, so New Zealand. I know it was a, a different experience for you totally far. I've actually been to a Breakers game oh, really? a few years ago back when R.J. Hampton played oh. and he played against LaMelo Ball so I went to that game and um, it, it was a pretty cool experience. Nice nice arena. You broke your, your wrist. Mm. How, how was that like setback for you? Like because you started to like create a, a buzz. Mm. Yeah it was hard because it was in during the middle of the season so mm -hmm. it was tough a little bit but uh, I stayed focused on my goal and I just put in the work every day. Uh, I had more time to working on my left hand, my body. So yeah, it was, uh, it was tough at the beginning, but after I stayed focused and yeah, just put the work every day. So it was your, your right hand yeah. and then it was your shooting hand. And um, how much did it affect your shooting? Uh, I think it didn't affect a lot my shooting, a little bit, but uh, not a lot. I had no pain now, so you know, it was ju just during two months. But uh, like I said, I had more time to work on my left hand and everything like this. And uh, watching more video about my shots, my body, you know, the control. So it was just uh, an experience to, to go up as a player. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best prices guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you will have. 
So you can forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the game time guarantee means that you will always get the best price. You will find tickets in the same section and rows for less. Or game time will credit you 110% difference. So you can get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy the tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you are set and tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Again, download the Game Time app today. So again, download the Game Time app today for last-minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. Yeah. What did you think of the NBL? Uh, NBL is a pretty good league, you know, it's a difference uh, between the, the French and the NBL, you know, in the NBL the game is more fast and uh, yeah, I think it's more fast like the, the NBA. Okay, so is it, what about the, the physicality, is it more physical or less physical? Uh, it's more physical than uh, the NM1, you know, when I played uh, at INSEP, I played in the third division, but so the NBL is more, more physical oh, yeah. than the NM1. But uh, yeah, I didn't play in poor in Batlikelid, but uh, I think it's a little bit less physical than the, the Batlikelid. So INSEP is a program that has put out a lot of really good players. I think Tony Parker was part mm, of INSEP. Yeah. Was Boris Diaw part of INSEP? Yeah, Usman Jang too. Um, so tell me about your your, de your development with INSEP. Yo, when I arrived at INSEP, I had, I had fortune. I was a very, very young player. So yeah, I spent four years at INSEP Academy and uh, it was amazing for me, my best year. You know, uh, play basketball every day with my friends, uh, with my teammates, uh, that my friends today. And uh, yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, I grew up every year, every day, every day, every day. I put in the work every day. So yeah, it was a, a great experience to grow up as a player and uh, as a person. Now, where did you grow up? Because you were born in Strasbourg, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm born in Strasbourg, and one month after, uh, I went to Pau for four years. Mm -hmm. After, uh, I went two years in Chalon-sur-Saône, and uh, yeah, after I grew up in uh, Le Mans. Okay. So, did you spend a lot of time in Paris? Uh, but when I, all my family live in Paris, so okay. I went to Paris uh, all the time, and uh, yeah, I spent four years at Intep, and Intep is in Paris. Paris is my favorite city. I yeah, got married in nice. Paris. Oh, really? Yeah, I got married in Paris in, I should remember this, 2021. Oh, okay. So nice. not too long ago. So it was November 2021. Oh, and uh, we got married, me and my wife got married at the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Like early in the morning, like six o'clock in the morning. That was the only time we could do it um, without people being in the pictures. Mm. And then later on that day, we went to watch Victor play Ishmael. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, on my wedding day. <laughs> I went to a basketball game, but I love Paris. I, I try to go at least once or twice a year. So I went back in September. Okay. Where I went to watch Victor play twice, right before he came over to, um, to play uh, the Ignite in, in Las Vegas. Now, obviously, Victor is getting a lot of the attention, yeah. but France could have four guys possibly four guys mm. in, in the first round of this draft that, that that's crazy so how long have you guys all known each other between you victor mm. city sissoko uh, i knew victor since i have 
13 years old or 14, you know. And uh, I know CG since two or three years, and uh, I knew Bilal uh, the last summer with the French national team. French national team. So yeah, all these three guys are amazing guys, you know, very, very good guys and very good basketball players. So yeah, it would be amazing to have uh, four uh, first round picks this year. It would be amazing for the, the friends. Yeah, yeah, so I'm sure three for sure. I'm counting you. And tell me about, as far as Victor, like the growth he's made between last year and this year. Are you surprised with what he's been able to do since he's uh, switched? Surprise is a big word because uh, he was always talented, you know. And, uh, but yeah, I think he worked a lot and uh, he deserves uh, what he has today. So yeah, I'm very happy for him and uh, he will have a very big career, I think. Yes, I've been following all of you guys for years. I've kind of made a name for myself knowing the international players. And I watched Victor a couple of times last year and I see like he's went from here to mm -hmm. here. Then City, I've been watching him since he was in France. And I've noticed that he's a lot more aggressive this year. Like he's coming yeah. down the lane and dunking. I didn't see a lot of that last year. And then Bilal, I, my first time seeing him was last year. And I thought, okay, man, this kid is good. You know, maybe 25 draft or something like that. And mm -hmm. now there's a chance that he could be in this particular draft. And I mean, all he, and then you, you, you took a, a, a big jump. And to the point where you're drawing comparisons to Michael Bridges. How do you feel about that? Oh, I like this comparison, you know, because uh, we have the same uh, motivation. And uh, when he arrived in the NBA, he was more uh, a 3NG. But uh, now he's... Like he played like a French player and uh, I think uh, this year I just show 10% of my potential, you know, I can do uh, more on my game, you know, I can create more uh, my shot and uh, yeah, I like, the, I like this comparison. Yeah, so you mentioned that you can do more. Is it true that you were a point guard? You yeah. You actually a point guard? Yeah, I grew up like, and like then, a point And then as, as you grew, did they kind of move you off the ball or, or do you feel like... You, you showed a little bit of your point guard skills this year. Uh, this year, I played like a, more like a, you know, a 3 uh, It was my first professional season. So yeah, the coach uh, put me like a, a 3 But I can do a lot of things on the court, so it's okay for me, you know, just defense. Every time I step on the floor, I try to, to give the, the more energy I can, play the more hard I can. So yeah, I can do a lot of things on the court, so that's okay for me. So what is your natural position? Like, what would you say your best position is? Uh, two, I think. Natural two? position, yeah, it's two. I grew up like a point guard because I was not very tall yep. when I was young. But uh, yeah, I have uh, a lot of skills and uh, I, can't show, I can't wait to, to show to the world uh, all uh, the skills I have. All right, let's talk about your, your shooting. So that's considered like the area that you need to work on the most. And I've been around you for a week now and I see that you're constantly working on your mm. shot and shooting every day obviously we're, we're here at shoot 360 and this is at night how many shots do you think you're shooting per day honestly I don't know a lot maybe 1000 or something like that but uh, yeah I need to to find more consistency with uh, with my shot you know a big step for me but uh, I'm not worried about this like you said I put the work every day in the gym so I'm not uh, worried about this so how do you like Dallas so far uh, I like the weather uh, I didn't have the time to visit a lot but yeah. uh, because I have two workouts every day so 
I want. <laughs> yeah, I need a nap, but uh, I will visit uh, the next weekend a little bit. But yeah, it's a, it's a good city. I like the weather, the people here, the, the food <laughs> good. You like the food? Yeah. Not like the, the French, you know, the food. French food is better, but uh, um, that's okay. <laughs> the food here gets you fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the food here gets you fat. So you, you're working out twice a day. And just tell me what like a normal day is like for you. Like what time do you get up? What, uh, what's a normal day like? Wake up in seven in the morning. Uh, and uh, yeah, after I have a weight room with a Melvin Sandler. Uh, just after I going to my uh, first practice with Chim uh, uh, Martin, and uh, so after uh, go back home, uh, take a nap, and uh, after yeah going to the gym another time, and uh, after uh, going to sleep and all the day. Right, right day back at day. it again. And with, with Tim, what what have you learned from working with Tim? I know he works with Victor also. Mm. He works with a bunch of other guys. What has Tim helped you with so far? Uh, honestly, it's helped me about everything, but uh, how to use my, my body, you know. I'm uh, tall for my post, you know, for a guard. So yeah, how I can use more my uh, body to, to find a way to, to score, to, to create. And uh, yeah, we're working uh, a lot on uh, of my shot. Okay. Also. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there is no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, which is America's number one sportsbook. That is because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets back if you don't win. So what bets would you make on opening day weekend? Do you think Aaron Judge will pick up where he left off with the home run? So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel, which is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA, Major League Baseball, and Locked On. Come in here at, at night. Like, what is the, the goal for you coming at night? Is it like a certain amount of shots you want to get up, or is it just working on keeping your rhythm? Yeah, keeping my reason and yeah, just find more consistency with my shot. So I know I have to yeah, just put the work every day and uh, find my, my discipline and yeah, just come here every night, shot, 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 be more consistent here. So you're, you're, you're known for your defense and you have like a 7-3 wingspan. What is that in, in meters? Uh, your wingspan, what is that in meters? Like two, how long is that? Uh, yeah, two meter 21. Two 20, see I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know my yeah. meters. So you're known for your defense and when I watch your film I just see that you, your hands are always moving, you have active hands, you're always getting deflections. When did you know that you were a good defender? Was it something that when you were younger or is it just? Yeah, when I was younger I was very, very, very skinny. Not a lot of skills, you know, so when I step on the floor when I was young, I just give uh, the, the more uh, energy uh, I can. So, yeah, like I was young, you know, the defense was a, a priority for me. And, uh, yeah, it's just about energy and give everything you have on the court. Because I, I think, like, energy or, or defense is kind of like up here in your mm. head. It's, it's a mindset. Not everybody wants to be a good defender. 
And for you, I think that's going to be what gets you on the court mm. early, early in your career. You're going to have some NBA workouts pretty soon. Is that what you're looking to show teams yeah. that you can lock guys uh, up? I think the team knows I can defend. So, but yeah, every time I step on the floor, I want to show my defense, uh, my size, you know, just defense. And I think every team needs a, a guy like me who, yeah, just give the, everything he, he have on the court and be here defensively. You know, you can't win a game without the, the defense. So. That's important for me. Do you think players are going to avoid going against you in workouts because of your defense? I don't know, but yeah, BYG because I will be here and yeah. Yeah, because somebody may say it may put them in a position where they look bad if they mm. can't they can't score against you. All right. So what do you like to do off the court? Uh, nothing special. Just chill, spend time with my family and. Uh, my religion is very important for me, so I spend a lot of time for, for this. Okay, and you're uh, Muslim? Yeah. So are you celebrating Ramadan right now? Is it tough for you with the workouts? Yeah, it's a little bit tough. So when I have two workouts, sometimes I try to work out someday. And uh, when I was not training on my uh, day off, uh, yeah, I did the, the Ramadan, the most okay. I can. All right, so when you get to, to workouts with teams, what are you looking to show other than your defense? Uh, just show uh, my mid-range game and, uh, and uh, I can be more consistent with my super shot, you know, just yeah, be a good shooter and uh, I can create my shot and yeah, I have a, a good pull-up, mid-range pull-up, so yeah, I want to, to show this. Now, have you changed your form a little bit? Like, to me, it looks different than it did when at the beginning of the season, have you changed like your form? Uh, a little bit, you know, just be more uh, with my foot to, to because my forming shoot, is, I think it's good, but it's more about my uh, my my uh, yeah my foot and you know my my body be stay stay face on the on the on the court. So yeah. And your, and your balance? Yeah, my balance. All right, on June, I think it's twenty seventh when they announce your name at the NBA draft and you shake the commissioner's hand, what, what would that mean to you? Uh, it's mean a lot because uh, since I'm a very young player, my dream was always to, to play in, in the NBA and uh, I had a lot of up and down in my, my young career, you know. Uh, I have I all of, never be the you know the guy who was here you know I was always here and I grew up uh, a little bit every day every day every day every day so yeah it will it will be a, a, a lot of you know pleasure for me but uh, the NBA is just a, a first step and the, the most harder is uh, after the, after the draft. So. Okay. And what is your your long term goal? Hmm? What is your your ultimate goal? Oh, I want to be one of the two best two-way players in the league, be a be an all-star, and uh, yeah, win a, a championship and uh, win some medals with uh, the French national team. So the French national team, I think, the next few Olympics is going to go down mm. between France and and USA, and as far as like the gold medal. In your opinion, why? is Spain winning on the youth levels? <laughs> I don't know. I think 
they play better as a team, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, France, Slovenia, and all these teams have a better, uh, had a better player. But uh, yeah, you know, the basketball is five on five, and Spain uh, play very well uh, as a team. And do you think that, and this is just my opinion, I don't know how, how you feel about it, do you believe that for French players that have like the same athleticism as like Americans as far as getting up and down, do you think some French players are kind of penalized by the media if they play too much like Americans? Oh, no, I don't think so, you know, no, I don't think so. Talk to some people and they feel like Sometimes French players, the, the, the European rankings don't like it if they play, quote-unquote, selfish mm. and like score a lot of points. Yeah, that's true for the European basketball. But uh, when you come to America, you have to change your mentality yep. and just be aggressive, you know. Uh, nobody will give you something, you know, you have to, to, yeah, you have to step on the floor and yeah, just, be, just be aggressive. You have to be smart, of course, but yep. uh, yeah, you have to, to, be, to be aggressive. Do you think that can be a challenge for some players to where, uh, you know, you, you grow up playing in structure, playing a team basketball, mm. and then if you go to the NBA and you go to a bad team and you try to play that way and you get lost, do you think that could be a struggle for some guys? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I don't want to talk to, for the other guy, but uh, yeah. I think you have to, to be smart and yeah, be ready. It's a different basketball, and uh, yeah, you have to be to be good every day, and yeah, just be just be yourself and be aggressive. All right. So this is the very last question. What is something about you that separates you from other prospects in this draft class? Uh, I think my mentality. You know, uh, even when I have some bad moments, some up and downs. You know, I stay consistency, mentality, mentality with my mentality. So yeah, I think uh, I'm ready to, to bring to the to NBA. And uh, yeah, just, it will be a process, I know, but uh, I'm ready to, to work out every day. And uh, yeah, just uh, I'm ready with my mentality. All right, thank you.